up, Fantasy Fam. Week 15 in the books. Week 16 heading your way. For most of you out there, it is your finals, okay? Yeah. Can't believe it's happened already. We, we talk about it every week, how it's so crazy that, you know, it's, <laughs> you're reaching the pinnacle of your season. And, you know, week by week, everyone's like, oh, it's week eight, week nine. Well, now we are at week 16. It's been flying by, man. Hopefully, I, if you've been I listening, you're in your finals. That'd be awesome. Uh, some of us are. Some of us aren't. Um, <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I can't say the same. I, I, no. Congrats I and good luck. Woo! I'm yeah, not. I'm not in any. I'm. We're. we're only, I'm. The only league I'm alive in is one. I guess a to- one toilet bowl. But hey, it still counts. Hey, consolations or consolations. It still counts. I can still if, win a little. You could win some cash. Exactly. I can win some skittles. Um, and then the <laughs> other league that you and I are managing, brother, which is points. Points. I love it. Yeah, points so. are a good one. All right, so let's jump right into some injuries. Week 15 had plenty of them. Uh, let's start with Frank Gore, old, old reliable yeah. uh, guy who's been healthy, has a continuous streak unlike any other at the running back position. He is shut down for the season. Um, could this be his last time in the NFL? Could it be his last game with the Dolphins? Who knows? Um, this could be a Steve Smith kind of scenario where he kind of just wants to come back for one more hurrah. Um, it's very sad. Yeah. You know, I like, I like Frank Gore. He wasn't really like a flashy, like a – Ladanian Tomlinson type, you know, he was just a good player. He was, Great a, bell, player. He was a bell cow. I mean, he's going to get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, just a fantastic player. And um, what this what this sparks is the debate on the that Miami backfield, which we will kind of talk about a little bit later. Is what the hell is going on there? Um, I'm not really sure what they're doing with their backfield, but um, we will discuss. Neither is Adam Gase. Yeah, <laughs> we will discuss uh, a potential pickup after his just ridiculous game this past week because yeah, Kenyon Drake's on the team but yet yeah. they just uh, game flow they didn't use him well he wasn't a part of the game plan this week said Adam I think he's averaged like six carries the past three weeks a game so weird he's like the number 14 running back in people <laughs> so anyway uh move on to Aaron Jones a guy who had so much potential coming into the year he missed the first two games because of suspension uh goes down with a knee injury and there's a very good chance he it, actually at this point um, he actually has been placed on IR. No, he's done. Yes, he is. Yeah, he has been placed on IR. I was, I was uh, looking at an, an old report. Oh, yeah. Um, he has been placed on IR. He's done for the year. Uh, what, a season that showed a ton of promise, um, averaging more than 10 points per game in fantasy points uh, for a stretch of the season. Uh, what do you guys think going into next season? He looks good, man. I think he's definitely going to be the bell cow. I think he was averaging like 5.8 yards a carry, which is top two or three in the NFL right now with Philip Lindsay. Um, Jamal, Jamal Williams. Obviously, he's going to take over as a, a volume-dependent running back one this this week, potentially. But Aaron Jones, man, I actually got lucky this week, too, because I didn't play him based on the matchup after what they did to Todd Gurley the week before. So, kind of got lucky. You never want to see a guy get hurt, though. But yeah. I think next year, he'll definitely have the season as the number one. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of crazy that going into this year, that whole Green Bay scenario, everyone said, oh, it could be Aaron Jones, could be Jamal Williams. You know, let's just take whichever running back is available when I pick. And – you know, Aaron Jones really did distance himself from uh, Jamal Williams and Ty Montgomery. Um, so I think going into next year, Aaron Jones is definitely a you know running back two to keep your eye on. Running back one, um, you know, still to be to be seen. But uh, turn to Keenan Allen. Actually, let's let's turn to Keenan Allen and Los Angeles in general. Oh um, God. So the Chargers are in a weird scenario because not only are they just a fantastic offense, but their key pieces kind of are melding together. You know, they're kind of coming together into like a I, it, they really could be reaching their point now where they're actually going to take over in the AFC. Um, Keenan with Allen, superstars. With, okay, with their well, superstars. Not, I'm oh. just saying, Melvin Gordon <laughs> and Keenan Allen did not play. So it was right. like, 
Right. Keenan Allen takes a, uh, yeah, Keenan Allen leaves the game, didn't return. Um, he may or may not play this week. Uh, did the Chargers need him? Probably not. But the Chargers in, in general, like I said, uh, Melvin Gordon saying he's ready to play. He feels much better. He's ready to play. And the craziest one is Hunter Henry, who tears his ACL uh, back in, what, the spring? Uh, the late yeah. spring. And he's ready now to come it's, back to the point where he might be back. It's normally, what, like a – th- it's like a year yeah. recovery or something like that? or It's just about – I mean, most people say nine months. Right, a little might- less. And then AP came back from a freaking – from a tear in, like – six or nine months or something like that. Like he made it look easy. And now Hunter Henry, I think he's six months out. Yeah. This is, that is ridiculous. It's a little more than six, but it's close. I mean, Stephen A was right. I don't know if you guys watched that clip. That was hysterical. (laughs) When Hunter Henry played in the Sunday, you know, he he made a great, uh, great play in that game. When I was going through Twitter, it was every single other person was retweeting Stephen A's complete debauchery. Yeah, it's it just it would made it hard to watch because just Teddy Bruski's face alone was just it was like he was like he uh, reminded me of the Joker when the Joker says he's like we don't we don't lay down to thugs and when he gives him like that yeah like, what what what, what? <laughs> it was oh my god amazing Steve, I wanted to give him a hug um so. <laughs> Uh, next injury is Lamar Miller and the uh, the Texans. He has an ankle injury, did not play in the second half. Uh, worth watching for them for those of you out there who need him to uh, to start for you as a running back two or flex this week in your finals. Um, it's it's definitely one to monitor because the Texans do look good. But if they are, the thing is, is the Texans really haven't they haven't clinched division yet. No, nope. so they still have the Colts uh, hot on their tail. Colts are playing unbelievable football. They could get a first round bye. Yeah, I know. Especially because the Patriots are not playing well. And Let's Steelers, go Texans! And, you know, <laughs> yes, so, hey. Um, so, at this point, they might they might look to, to sit him out this game. But, I mean, is Foreman ready to play? Who knows? Foreman, Alfred Blue. Oh, yeah, Alfred Blue looks wonderful. Um, <laughs> he has that's the thing. Though. He, has, he, he hasn't has been terrible. Good. This past week, he sucked. So oh, he was awful. <laughs> this past that's week, a really good team. That's why. Shut your mouth. Anyway. <laughs> um Let's turn now to one that's actually pretty sad. Is Tyler Boyd having a career year in Cincy, even though Cincy looks terrible? Um, over a thousand yards, yet he has a low-grade MCL sprain. He's probably done for the year. Um, they have nothing to play for the Bengals except maybe Marvin Lewis's job. Who the hell knows? No, not even. I mean, maybe. <laughs> let's be real. How does he possibility. still have a job? They're never going to There is a possibility. But anyway, oh so that's a big God. loss because Sorry. even even with Driscoll at quarterback, with A.J. Green playing, with him not playing. He was doing good. Yeah, Boyd was having a good year. Yeah. So that one kind of sucks. Uh, Todd Gurley. Uh, this one. This is a crazy uh, one, man. This is a crazy one. Considering no the fact that the Rams are not even playing well. Like, they look – they don't look good. Golf yeah. looks golf looks atrocious, and Charles McVay's play calling has been very yeah, questionable defense. at best over the last like three or four games, man. I think Aaron Donald needs to step in at quarterback. Their yeah. defense, they stink. <laughs> With all the talent sucks. they have on yeah. defense, it's not good. How do they have a bad run defense? That makes no sense. Well, the thing about no the Todd Gurley, the thing about the Todd Gurley one is the fact that if you drafted Todd Gurley this year, there's a very good chance you made it to the playoffs and potentially in the finals. Okay, so that's the thing that's part hard about this is that if, if you have to, yeah, well, sorry, <laughs> if you have Todd Gurley and you're in your finals this week, like you're hoping to God the guy who got you here is going to play, or you're spending a crap ton on John Kelly. That's true. <laughs> Todd yeah, Gurley. that's true. <laughs> yeah, so that's a, that's one to watch for sure. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Uh, we have to take it day by day. 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers, groin bothering him a bit. Well, that's not the only thing bothering him. He's Everything. Everything's bothering him. They stink. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Joe Philbin shooting down the idea of him missing time. Uh, he says, my quote, my philosophy is football players are paid to play football yeah. games. Well, that's why he got fired from Miami, though. Let's um, I'm sorry. So if you're hurt, you're, you have to play because you're being paid for it. I'm sorry. What? And our, <laughs> our, $150 million. And franchise is over. They're, they're eliminated. They're just like the Giants. Why are you going to keep playing Eli? Are you kidding me? Years? They said he's yeah. going to play for years. Ball. I love me some Eli. Don't get me wrong. He's done a lot for that organization. I know we're diverting now. But, <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, you yeah. gotta move on. You give gotta move on, man. It's over. We're eliminated from the playoffs. You have to give the kid that you drafted yeah. in the fourth round last year a shot. I'm sorry, Pat Shermer, not that impressed, pal. Yeah, but in regards to this this uh, scenario in Green Bay with Rodgers, will he play? Will he not? Uh, that one, I mean, you probably didn't make it to the finals this year with Rodgers anyway. So it hurts Devonta Adams though. If yeah, they need that's to put the thing. I'm definitely gonna around. still start him though. Yeah, Devonta Adams definitely takes a little bit of a hit here. Um, if Rodgers doesn't play. Because no. Rodgers, I mean, Rodgers obviously makes Devontae Adams better, but Devontae Adams is just a, a man among boys. He doesn't get enough love. As <laughs> he much. is unbelievably talented. He's good. He's good. I mean, when Rodgers is playing well, he looks fantastic. When Rodgers isn't playing well, he still looks fantastic. So That boy good. Yeah, he is good. Yeah, he good. Um, <laughs> so, Edo Smith, Edo Smith is now on IR, done for the year. He had some flashes of something uh, with his touchdown in three or four straight games at one point in the year. But mm-hmm. going into next year, it's questionable because Tevin Coleman is hitting free agency and yeah. uh, Devonta Freeman is never a beacon of health. So that's, a, that's one to watch for sure. So he, he could be a he could yeah. be in for a lot of work next year. Yeah, he's a nice stash guy in Dynasty, um, and he could be a nice uh, late-round uh, redraft guy. Unless the Falcons stink. Okay. They did pick up Jeremy Langford today, or promoted him from the No, practice. they promoted him from the practice, so. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Langford, wow. Big deal, big deal. Michigan wow. State boy. Yeah. But they wow. could They could fire, I think. Uh, I, I read that it was uh, Sarkeesian and, and their defense. Defensive coordinator. Yeah, <laughs> not the head coach though. When no. the offense actually performed a lot better this year, like they had some off weeks, of course. But I mean, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what Dan Quinn does. But anyway, me neither. That's <laughs> gets a, a, gets a bigger paycheck. Who knows? Some, la- <laughs> some last things to touch upon. Uh, Leonard Fournette is limited this week with his foot. But what else is new? The Jaguars stink. They're four and ten. They stink. Um, and Cam Daddy day to day at this point with some injury. I'm not sure if he's going to play or he not. He stinks too. Jaguars oh stink. Oh my god. So do the Dude, Panthers. They stink. Panthers, so lost, the Panthers. They lost seven in a row, the Panthers. The Panthers are the best terrible. in the NFL. They, they are came awful. into the league at the same time two years ago. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that wraps up our injuries for the week. Granted, there are a lot. Um, but for those of you still standing, it those are big names. You. Yeah, but it might not affect you because a lot of people still standing might not even have these players. True, probably. true. But still, I mean, they're definitely hopefully yeah, of course. you have them out there. Of course. So, uh, <laughs> so like we said, this is like this is week sixteen. Yes, there are some teams and some leagues that go into week seventeen for the finals. Um, week se- week sixteen is the most popular finals week. If you made it to your finals, congratulations, well deserved. That means you drafted well. That means you played the waiver wire well, or it means your league sucks. So, I mean, whichever one it is, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. The league uh, yeah. that uh, I'm in with you guys. Okay. Well, let's moving on. So, um, <laughs> to, what we're going to talk about, just run through a list of just some lemons. Uh, what we refer to as lemons are just guys who are duds. Like the lemon law where you just say, you know what, it just doesn't work. It's defunct. Let's send it back. 
um, some guys that this week that just some of them have actually been consistently bad the last like couple year. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking Adam Thielen, a guy who was what seven, eight plus straight games of a hundred yards. The last few weeks has been pretty brutal. Uh, two for 19. Amari Cooper, after his sensational few weeks with the Cowboys, four for 32. Thanks. Uh, yeah. I even wrote a Christmas song about you, bro. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, not anymore. That's going to the garbage. Uh, sorry. It was great. There goes Amari. The Cowboys just looked awful. Cowboys watch it. <laughs> I mean, the, the list goes on. I can just rattle off some names. The list just goes on. Andrew Luck. Even Tell though us, they, Kyle. Even though they won. Uh, Austin Hooper putting up a big goose egg. Um, Eric Ebron, one for eight. Juju, four for 40. Drew Brees, Jared Goff. Jared Goff, by the way, one touchdown, what, seven interceptions, uh, six interceptions the last few weeks, three weeks? Yeah, something like that. Tyreek Hill, George Kittle, Josh Gordon, Zach Ertz, Cam, uh, Jarvis Landry, even Michael Thomas for 11 points. You're talking about guys who you started. Every, every one of these players was started. Top guys, like Saquon. Top, 10, top five, Saquon. Saquon. Like it, Philip uh, Lindsay. Philip Lindsay didn't even, yeah. like, none of these guys played well. Gronk. Gronk. You're not going to sit them, though. That's the thing. Like, you're not going to sit these guys. Fantasy this year has <laughs> – congratulations for getting to the finals, but this year of fantasy has really sucked. Oh, it's I been mean, so odd. We had, there was two good games this year. The Thursday night game uh, this past week with the Chargers and the Chiefs, oh, and, then, and then the Rams. The Rams and the Chiefs, yeah. Other than that, though, this, this season has completely sucked. Actually, Saints-Rams was a pretty decent game. It, I've, I've enjoyed it, and I'm sure there's others out there as oh, well. Oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we yeah. all haven't done. We all haven't done terribly. We're not all bitter about it. You know, I'm just speaking, but I'm just speaking from a perspective of just fantasy numbers. Like, I mean that sincerely. Like, this year has just been a weird, weird year for fantasy. And this was the lowest scoring week, I believe, too, out of every oh, single week. The entire, yeah, yeah. Entire were, this was yeah. the lowest scoring week. There were touchdowns, but they were from likes of somebody like Damian Williams. <laughs> I mean, oh, I started were, in one week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were from Derrick Henry again. Oh, my God. It's all about the waiver. You got to play the waiver. So another segment we'll just jump to quickly. It's just guys who have kind of resurrected their career, or it's kind of what we call a revenant hour. Shout out to you, Leo. Shout out to you. (laughs) And one of our Um, favorite directors out there. So some some of these guys, I mean, from early parts of the year, either were hurt or were just performing piss poorly. Um, have really come on strong the last week, two, three, helped get you to the playoffs and beyond. Uh, Mike Williams with three total touchdowns. I mean, Marlon Mack with two touchdowns, 140 total yards. Uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry has, what, 400 yards the past two weeks? I don't even want to talk about Derrick Henry. <laughs> I, I mean, what do you have, four touchdowns four and 400 six, yards? Six touchdowns the six past touchdowns. two weeks. Sorry, games. right. You get the four touchdowns the one game. And over 400, almost close to, like, what he's done the entire season, yeah, more in the past two games. In two games. Uh, I mean, Dalvin Cook coming back from his injuries to put up 136 and two touchdowns. Tevin Coleman, who's been pretty miserable all year, uh, 145 and a touchdown. Doug Baldwin with two touchdowns. Trey Burton finally getting a friggin' touchdown. Um, the list goes on. These are guys who actually had good weeks who a lot of people probably didn't start for good reason. So – I'm pissed. I hate seeing these lists, but whatever. <laughs> it sucks. I mean, my I buddy mean, Turk, who was on our on our episode mm-hmm. last week, he was in the he's in the semis in four leagues. Turk alert! Got crushed. He said in three of them. He actually yeah. got. I forget the what. What did he say? He got bone sawed, or he got something sawed. I don't know. It was bad. <laughs> uh, bone saws ready? Yeah, it was awful. He said in one league, 
the guy obviously had DeAndre. I mean, well, he had a great game. You expect that from DeAndre. Every game I lost this week, I was playing against DeAndre, Joe Mixon. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. The, guy also, the guy also started Derrick Henry. Oh, my God. And Mike Williams. <laughs> that's, like, that's like 12 total touchdowns between them. That's like the a Mike game. Williams thing is a shot in the dark. That must have been like his flex. I have nobody else. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I said. I was like, well, you kind of. Good for him. Good for I him. I mean, even somebody, like, even somebody like Trey Burton, who at the tight end position, he put up, what, seven? He put up 13 points uh, in PPR leagues, which at the tight end positions is probably a top three guy. Um, yeah. Who would have started him? Because he sucks so much this year. I benched him for a I guy that got me zero. Yeah, exactly. That's, well, usually I start I Burton and he gets me zero. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So this has been a weird year. Um, as we've discussed in the past, the tight end position is completely useless to, I mean, to me at least. But if you guys think differently, have at it. But That's awful. Kelsey, I, so, I do like Kelsey Pounds, a little bit, little bit Pounds, of Travis Kelsey, Kelsey. Kelsey's not really a tight end. The Bachelor or whatever. He's got his own dating show. I may have to do pound sign, uh, bring back the kickers. <laughs> yeah, try, I'd rather do that. <laughs> All right, Ooh. so so some last things to talk about is the waiver wire going into week 16. Huge. Um, yeah, Ouch. it is, because it is the last week of your season. At this point, drop drop whoever. I mean, if you have somebody who's not going to play this week, like if, if for example, if Odell doesn't play another week, who just the hell drop. cares? Drop unless him. it's a keeper, obviously. Then. Yeah, unless it's a keeper. But drop him. Pick up a player who's going to benefit you. You're going to start. Um, so let's talk about some guys that, you know, we, we see on the waiver wire who could impact uh, your team. Before before you actually, you know, bring sure. up a bunch of these players, um, so I've been talking to a couple of people actually about this, and I want to know your guys' thoughts on it. Um, sure. Use guys. Yeah, use guys. You know, use guys. So if you're not in the playoffs and you really have nothing to play for, but you still have a lot of fab budget, how do you feel about people going after guys that you are trying to get for your finals? League shouldn't allow it. If you're That's not going for right. points, then right. the league shouldn't allow it. It's right. ridiculous. All right. You're not. If you're not playing, see, it, the, in one league that I host, actually, I do somewhat of a toilet bowl, right? Where anybody that's not in the playoffs for all of the playoff weeks combined, whoever scores the most points wins some money. Yeah. Right. You get your you get your entry fee back, possibly a little bit more. Still working through the numbers, but other than that, I mean, I don't see any reason why somebody that can just can just pick guys up. Well, well I, yeah, I, I'm in the consolation. Sorry. Yeah, the thing um, is consolation. If consolation hmm. is – if there's a consolation or – You're like still in it then. Then you're playing. Yeah, exactly. still in it. So I don't see any problem with that. Um, but if you're – and if you're doing – this is where it becomes problematic is because if you're doing it to spite somebody else, you're doing it because they need some – you know, they need it and you know that you have the dollars to spend. It, it, there's a gray area. It really is. It's a gray area. Would, you call, it, would you call it strategy? Yeah. <laughs> or, just no, being, or just being straight up – you're being – I call it mutiny. <laughs> It's, it's basically like mutiny. Like, it is. You're being a jerk. You're being a jerk. Yeah, you're being a jerk. That's you're out. Fun. You lost, bro. Yeah. yeah. I may I'm have to ball with my bros. I'll watch, I'll, I'll watch out for that if that happens this year in my league. But um, I'll, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'm changing. I may change platform. I may change a lot next year for my league as far as whatever, like – Whatever helps me win. Rust, yeah. <laughs> hey, we've made the playoffs. Right now. It's pretty sweet. I think we've yeah. all made the playoffs like almost – I've made the playoffs every year. Oh, every single year, yeah. which is – doesn't mean anything if I don't win money or titles. Exactly. Making the playoffs is pretty key, though, honestly. I think that's, like, exactly. the first real, like, yeah. the first I mean, real will, data point you got to keep. It's I you will. two. You two are the wild cards. For your resume. Yeah, yeah. That you, you and Jesse are both in the finals, and you're both of the wild cards. You both took out. Well, that's because, again, 
Some of my leagues, man. Yeah, the top two guys didn't make it because they had all these players we're talking about. Exactly, who didn't perform. Yeah. All right, so, so Joe, getting back to some waiver guys, there are a lot still out there who could benefit your team. Um, The the biggest ones are the running back position for me personally. Uh, There are four big names out there in a lot of leagues still um, that have startability to them that performed well this past week. Good word. Well, I like except, that word. except one. Thank you. Um, you, just if, you made ability, that if you add ability to any, any word, it sounds good. Um, startability is a word, though. Um, but anyway, so there are four running backs. Three of them had good weeks. One of them did not. Uh, Damian Williams, who looked fantastic for Kansas City with two touchdowns. Uh, Elijah McGuire for the Jets. Uh, Jamal Williams with Aaron Jones out for Green Bay. And Kalen Balage for the Dolphins. Malone. Who had a really good game when he came in. He is fast. He looks really fast. Yard touch, Seventy-five yard touchdown. Yeah, not bad. And the Vikings aren't t- aren't terrible on defense either. So he that was, that was impressive. Vi- he doesn't have that great of vision though. No. I mean, if he if he gets into the open field, there's like nobody that's going to touch him. He's like a bull. He's like a fast bulldozer. Nobody's going to touch him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, basically what he is. But out of those four guys, I mean, who, if you had to pick one in their scenarios they have this upcoming week. Um, Damian Williams, Elijah McGuire, Jamal Williams, and Kalen Balaj. Who would be your number one out of them? Oof. I would. I'm. I would say I'm close between Jamal Williams and Elijah McGuire um, because they're both going to be the number one for their team. I mean, Elijah McGuire was the number one last week, who actually had a decent week considering they did play the Texans. And an interesting stat that I think I uh, was reading about is that the Texans have stopped running backs like less than 50 yards the past, like, five or six games. Like, they have shut down running backs. So, the fact that he scored and actually put up double digits in PPR was pretty solid for him. Um, they are playing each other, aren't they? It's Green Bay and the Jets? Yeah, it's Green Bay and the Jets. Green Bay and the Jets. Uh, the only thing that I think would maybe stifle Jamal Williams a little bit is if Deshaun Kaiser plays. But then again, on the other hand, that could also be a good thing for him because he'll just check it down to him. That's it's the there's a possibility. Game. They have no one else. Who the hell are they gonna I mean? There's I would, no other running backs in it. There's literally no other running back that I would go I would go McGuire though, because he's already established himself as that. And the fact that they use yeah. him a little bit more than Trenton Cannon. I know it sounds disgusting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like you it. You really want to put your final week of the season and money and title and prestige in the hands of Elijah McGuire. I mean, I hope I hope your team doesn't have to come down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But if you have to, I, I would say, all right, for DFS, Elijah McGuire could be an awesome start, or Jamal Williams would be – he's going to be a steal. But the Green Bay defense is not – it's just not good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all in on the uh, Jamal Williams – the Jamal Williams train, the Jamal Williams train. I think he looked mighty impressive last week playing the Chicago Bears too, mind you. 55 yards rushing a TD. Four catches, 42 yards. I think he's going to be the the centerpiece of the offense regardless of who plays, right? Even if Aaron Rodgers is a little dinged up, they're going to try and, I mean, run the ball. They're playing the Jets. No offense. They did put up a good fight against the the Texans. I was impressed at. Um, But Jamal this week, man, I I would even put him in as an RB2 or a flex, honestly. Yeah. He's only owned in 22% of leagues right now. Now, this is based on CBS. So, you probably have a better chance of getting Jamal than you do Elijah, who could be gone already. In some leagues, I know a bunch of them. I have them in some, but I'm in the play. I'm not in the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, Jamal should be there. I mean, because he didn't really play, right? He wasn't getting the ball. He wasn't getting touches. Nothing. It was the Aaron Jones show for the last two months of the season. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, mine is Caitlin Blash. Yeah. <laughs> Arizona State, baby. 
Mine's Kalen Balaj, mostly because Gora's down, Drake has been non-existent, and Balaj looks good. And I think that Miami actually, Miami's, they're competing for a playoff spot. Yeah. Am I wrong? They are, they are. They're playing Jacksonville this week. Yeah. Which, which could be, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it is at home, right? I think it's in my, yeah, it's in Miami. Yeah. Jacksonville stinks. They just lost to the st- Josh Johnson quarterback, Washington <laughs> Redskins at home. Hey, talk about an Iron Man. That is, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he's, He's impressive compared to Mark Sanchez, though. Let's be honest. Anybody's uh, impressive to the Sanchez. Anyone's anyone's pretty impressive when you compare him to, to the, the former Sanchez. Caleb Blasio, I like that. Honestly, I will say, sorry to just completely. Yeah. I think out of all of them, the highest potential though is Damian Williams. Even with Spencer Ware, if he comes back this week, just because he's going to be—I mean, he's playing on the number one offense. What he did last week was. That was ridiculous. Oh, it was unbelievable, man. So many, so many Williams scored touchdowns in that game. Try to like get all three. Darrell, if you Daniel, get all three, go, go for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Sunday night, too, they're playing uh, in Seattle. Chiefs yeah. at Seattle. That should be a good game. Who Seattle needs to win, to win, too. Yeah. Exactly. So. Looking forward to it. All right. Yeah, so last, the last ones we'll talk about are some wide receivers. Um, Mike Williams, Robert Foster, Robbie Anderson, John Ross. Um, out of those four, who are your, who is your number one target at the wide receiver position? I mean, if Keenan Allen doesn't play, it's it's hard not to favor Mike Williams a little bit, especially what he did last week. That that was ridiculous. Dude ran. He looked mighty shifty and elusive on that on that end around sweep that he cut up too. That yeah. was. That was that was athletic. I mean, this is the, the Mike Williams that everyone's been waiting for since he since he came out last year from from Clemson. Um, he's been hurt. He looked pretty healthy. I mean, that's a solid list, honestly. I mean, Foster's been stepping it up this week. Robbie Anderson just had a had a monster game. Um, but if Keenan Allen doesn't play, I'm I'm leaning heavily in Mike Williams' direction. Agree. I mean, here's the thing though, also yeah. about Mike Williams is a lot of he is he is owned in 75% of leagues. Um, yeah, so, so his waiver wire, his his is minimal at best. Exactly, exactly. Um, if we're going deeper, if we're going deeper, then for me, it has to be who's the best available target. Um, and I know the upside is ridiculously high, and his floor is just really low. But I'm gonna go John Ross. Um, uh. Yeah, I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm being Who honest. To him, Jeff Driscoll. Oh my I know, goodness. I know. Woo! The only Ross, hey. Who else besides Joe Mixon? Who else is there? Tell me. CJ Uzoma. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been used a lot lately, right? Yeah, his usage has been off the charts, right? They're playing oh. Cleveland, too, who has to win. Correct. So it's a big game for Cleveland. It is. It's Not a big game for Cleveland. Cincinnati. I love it. I love the, it. I hope yeah, Cleveland like, wins. I hope they make the playoffs. Too. If they win, they go to 7-7-1. Seven, 7-7-1, seven seven and one. yeah. Should have put a bet on them to make the playoffs. It's crazy. They're 6-7-1. I love a it. A lot has to happen. A lot has to happen for them to. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's, um, it's insane. That wraps up the waiver wire. Um, a lot talked about on this episode. Injuries from week uh, 15. Some, some guys who kind of disappointed and exceeded expectations in week 15. And then looking ahead to week 16, some waiver wire guys who could potentially get you over that hump and winning you know, a, a title in your league. Uh, if you do win, congratulations. If you don't, then join the rest of us. Um, what, about, what about Josh? What about Josh Allen? 
Um, this week. I mean, Josh Allen is is purely for me, honestly. I can't even believe I'm comparing them, but like, is Lamar Jackson? His his whole value is from running the ball. He's got to be better than Lamar, though. I'm not comparing their talents. No, no, no. This isn't about talent. This oh, is purely yeah. based on their their fantasy points are derived purely from running the ball. I mean, you've yeah. seen his past four games. He's actually been pretty solid. His past Josh four. Allen's completion percentage is not great. Josh um, Allen's a top three over the last month. He is. I'm not debating. 27, 30, I'm 20, not debating 21. I am not debating his talent. I That's am debating pretty good. It is purely based on, like, he got six points or eight points, whatever it was. Yeah, 20-yard touchdown, 20 yards rushing and a touchdown on the ground. That's eight points just from running the ball in this past game. So I, I understand, but it is a lot of his is based on running the ball, and if he's going to continuously oh, keep running the ball like that, then I'm going to start him. Without, I, mean, I, I, think he's, I think he looks great. Uh, his completion percentage needs to be – He's a lot of work, but um, he also doesn't have a ton of weapons. <laughs> so let's uh, let's Good quickly uh, quickly jump to um, some of our Twitter questions. Our Twitter followers out there, as mm-hmm. always, JD Coffee Boone. Um, he's asking, should he bench Goff because of his awful performance lately? And then if he does, who should he pick up? There's you're looking at Dak against Tampa, Winston against Dallas, uh, Kirk Cousins is available. Um, Nick Foles, Tannehill, Josh Allen, and then after that, it's just disgusting. Um, well, <laughs> I, would eliminate, I would eliminate Winston, um, but I would go either Dak against Tampa. I would go Josh Allen, and who is the other one? Oh, Josh Allen, uh, they're playing New England. Who's, who, are the, who are the Eagles playing? So they're playing Houston, and Houston's uh, defense. Houston's, he, yeah, but Houston's secondary is not the best. They have a pretty bad secondary. It's not, it's not awful, but I can't. Like, it's I like bottom it. – they're bottom like six or seven in the league. And so, there's no way Dak has a game like that. Like, but Nick Fo- I mean, Nick Foles is going to lead Philly again to the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, I, I, just, I really hope not. I it's see it unbelievable. coming. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. If this happens again, I'm going to be furious. He's I such think, a good guy, too. Like, I hate the Eagles, but like, I he's, love watching he's a good it. guy. <laughs> I love watching it. But anyway, um, my, vote is, my vote is definitely for, uh, for Josh Allen there. Ooh. And mine's for – any of the above, because I have absolutely no faith right now in Jared Goff. He looks like he did in the first half of his rookie season. He looks yeah, absolutely is- terrible. I mean, there's always that, that week that you turn it around. We talked about that, yeah. I think, last episode um, where with, with Turk Alerk, where the player's going to ride it. Is he going to turn it around, right? Because it's like the whole psyche and the, the mental aspect behind it. But he just – he looks so terrible. Could he have a good game? Of course he can. They're playing Arizona. But do you have any faith in him? I mean, I have zero faith in him. Arizona's which is crazy. Which is crazy. If I was McVay, I would run the ball every play. Going, back to, week, going back to week five, six, seven, I mean, Jared Goff was someone I – like, he was probably the most confident quarterback I had, like, on a, my lists. He was unbelievable. Like, He's playing out of his mind. Like, I, I would like go I could, Dak out of that list. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay kind of sucks. That's me. And it's but, home, Dallas. They got to win. If they win, then they clinch the division. Do they really? I'm pretty sure. Because they could have they done it the, the other – but wow. no. Yeah, Wait, so only two if games they, left, lose, yeah. if they yeah. lose and the Eagles win, then they're both eight and seven. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear. Oh, my God. They play each other final game of the season? Or no, the Giants play the Eagles. Uh, Giants play the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so Yeah, taking which, them down, baby. So, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I don't know. I would go Dak because I don't see him having another game like he did against the freaking Colts. Yeah, that was bad. So. All right. All right, awesome. There's, there's one more. One more question. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, from uh, Two on One, a fantasy football podcast. Appreciate the shout-out. Uh, shout-out for you guys as well. Um, our, the question is, uh, Brady, 
versus Buffalo or Kirk Cousins versus Detroit. That is very interesting. I don't I think it's not that close. I don't I don't know. I like Kirk I like Kirk better than I like Brady. I think Brady's looked kind of de- I don't want to say defeated lately, but he doesn't look himself. Um, not that Kirk has been a you know revelation in Minnesota, but Minnesota's also trying to play for a playoff spot. And I think Minnesota needs to turn around. Detroit's not exactly the best team in the world or the best defense in the world. So I'm going to err on the side of uh, Kirk Cousins there because I think you can get me that 20-plus points. I, I have no faith in, uh, in Thomas Brady right now at all from a, fan, from a fantasy perspective. He's not a, a top 15 quarterback. Um, I mean, a shout-out to, to all my Boston my Boston judges, my Boston peeps. But, I mean, you guys have seen it, like you said, Kyle. He, he looks aged. He was – he threw off his back foot on that one interception. You saw he chucked it. And then yeah. I know we talked about Gronk a lot here for his terrible defense. Why did he not chuck Joe Hayden when he was in the air? Yeah. Coming down with the ball. He just yeah. let him land he and got an interception. Yeah, he just let him catch it. He has no, like, football acumen. Yeah. Like, where is his common sense? I, I, I don't know. I was, I was, the Patriots are not, they're not playing like a team right now. And, I mean, playoffs are a different story. But right. Buffalo's defense is underrated, and Brady has not looked good. 200 yards to the offense. Yeah. That's insane. It's not good. I like the Vikings, though. I like. I feel bad that that dude got got fired. The uh, De Filippo, or whatever. They're, they're blaming yeah, him, well, obviously. Yeah. But this this uh, this dude last week running the ball and and airing it out. I like it. It worked last week. Keep it going. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. I like Cousins too. Agreed. Awesome. Well, thank thank both of our our Twitter uh resp- you know questions. We appreciate those. We love talking about those on on our episodes. It's a uh, you know, we appreciate the love on, uh, on Twitter. Um, so we can be found on Twitter at the fantasy fam. Uh, you can check us out at the fantasy Send us an email at the fantasy fam at gmail.com. Um, tune in next episode. We have a very, very special guest. We're going to interview, talk some fantasy with, um, and it's going to be unbelievable. Please, please listen. I'm uh, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> So uh, on behalf of me and my wonderful cousins, this is the Fantasy Fam signing.